Hi, you guys. So here is to episode 34. We are we are getting up there. So here's the episode 34. Um, we are going to be talking about grief in this episode. So if this is something that is triggering for you, by all means, you always know that I am a full advocate for doing things when you're ready to do things. So if you are not prepared to listen to this episode because you are either going through something currently or, you know, for whatever reason, um, feel free to skip this. I will not be offended. Um, but this episode, we're going to be talking about grief. Um, not necessarily the stages of grief, but more like kind of how I'm dealing with current um, kind of moments of grief and the things that I'm going through. Also, I'm going to be talking about my brand new move because officially I'm a resident of New York once again. Um, so yeah, guys, this is episode 34. All right, guys, so I'm recording this episode on uh, Monday, February the 11th. So um, as of now, I just recently moved officially back to New York. I got in on this past Friday, the 8th, um, and I started my brand new job this morning. Now, the reason why I wanted to record this episode today um, is because I wanted to talk about something as it, you know, was fresh. Um, and as it was, you know, something that was kind of just, um, raw for a lack of better words. So this morning I started my new job and I'm really, really excited about it. Um, I kind of had to take a new route. So the way that I normally get into the city, um, by the way, if you guys didn't know, I live in Queens. That's where my family is. Um, that's where our family house is. Um, and my family house is, um, is owned by my grandfather who, um, is in Florida. Um, and he hasn't really been back to New York in quite a few years. Like he comes primarily for holidays, which you guys already know I don't participate in. I don't celebrate holidays. So I haven't seen my grandfather four years Four plus years, the last time I saw him was December 2014. Um, so a little over four years at this point. I saw him like the day after I graduated from um, undergrad. Um, so yeah, but I haven't seen my grandfather since then. And this story may seem just a little kind of just out of whack, but I hope you guys are following along. Um, so I had to find a new route to work this morning. The way that I normally get into the city, I take a bus and then I transfer to a train and the way I would have had to go this morning using my normal route, um, I would have had to take a bus, two trains, um, and then walk. So I kind of checked Google Maps or whatever, and I'm going to make this story really quick. I checked Google Maps and they said to take an express bus. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me walk to where I catch the express bus at. It's not too far from my house. Um, It's kind of walking along the route that I would normally take every single summer walk into the corner store. Like, it's familiar to me. I had just never seen that this bus picked up there, right? So I'm walking this morning and I'm seeing all of these familiar things. Um, and mind you guys, I came to New York every every pretty much weekend this summer. So it's not like I 
haven't seen this shit in a, in a long time. It's just I think that I was viewing it from a completely different perspective this morning um, because I knew that my life was different now, the place that I am, the position that I accepted, um, how I have changed living in D.C. and then now moving back to New York. So it's just all these things that are just so different for me and just in a new kind of perspective. So I waited a little while. Um, I waited for the bus to come. The bus finally came, got on the bus, sat down in the seat that I selected. Um, And as soon as the bus pulled off, I get a call from my mother. My mother called to tell me that my grandfather had passed away in her arms, literally moments before she reached out to call me. Um, And I will be honest with you guys, after losing one of my closest friends on my birthday, and dealing with how painful that grief process was for me um, and how depressed I got after it. Um, How do I explain it? I got so depressed when he passed away um, in May because, um, you know, he's young. He was entrepreneurial. He was loving. He had a family. He had a child. Um, He was really making such ridiculously crazy amazing strides within his community and was really actively doing his part to change his worlds and the world around him um and for God to just so unexpectedly unexpectedly take his life I didn't question God anymore and it was hard for me to accept but when I finally accepted it you know I came to the realization and the understanding that you know we're all here to serve a purpose and the thing that may be um our plans is not always God's plan and we kind of have to see the grace of God in every lens and through every situation understanding that there's nothing that is done by accident so after dealing with that I kind of just became numb to the idea of death understanding that you know it's a it's a human thing like we all we're all mortal beings we all have to go at some point in time um and yesterday when I thought about my grandfather and thought about how sick he was getting um, and knew that, you know, his passing was going to be imminent. Um, I thought about how blessed he was to have such a full life. Um, he passed away now just a few months before his 78th birthday. Um, so he received a stage four cancer diagnosis five years ago. Um, I remember exactly where I was when I got the call saying that he has stage four cancer and the doctor has diagnosed him. I want to say with a few months to live, like six to eight months. Um, and he lived almost five years past that diagnosis. So I looked at the situation, like, you know, he's lived such a full life, such a blessed life. Um, you know, he was pretty, you know, wealthy, really well off monetarily wise he had a lot of people that surrounded him that you know showed him love but I'll be honest with you guys like I previously said I have not seen or spoken to my grandfather since uh 2015 was the last time I spoke to him and it was right after I had first moved to D.C. Um, so I hadn't spoken to him in four years. I really had no interest in speaking to him. Our last conversation did not end on a good one. And I had an opportunity a few days ago to speak to him and I didn't take it. Now, I'm not saying this to say that, um, you know, I'm 
regretting not speaking to him because I honestly I had no interest um and I for lack of better words I don't necessarily care how this is viewed um how you guys are listening to it because I feel like we all deal with relationships in different ways um I wasn't upset with my grandfather I wasn't um, angry with him about anything I just felt as though our relationship kind of ran its course and um, not to get into the details about, you know, how our last conversation ended. Um, but he made it very clear where I stood with him in regards to the ideology of what he wanted his family to look like. And he made it very clear that I did not fit into what he wanted his family to resemble. So, um, maybe I will discuss it further in another episode. Um, but for right now, it just tis with tis. Um, and I'm really questioning, like, I don't want to ever say the words explicitly. There's something wrong with me because I feel like at the end of the day, like, we all deal with things in different ways. And I don't ever want to uh, coin myself and say that there is something wrong with me because I don't think that there is any one particular thing wrong with someone. I think that we all go through things that we have to learn through and we have to come out of. Um, and however mechanism you guys want to use in order to pull you out of your shit, that's what you use. Me personally, I always use reflection first. And so my first thought was, is there a particular reason as to why I am insensitive to the idea of death or people leaving this earth um is it um okay for my choice to decline from speaking to him in his moments you know his final kind of days um and when I really reflected on that and I thought about that a little bit further you know I understand again that number one because I am a believer in Christ and because I do understand that, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord and all that good stuff. I understand that um, there is nothing that in my worldly view of kind of death, life, death, all that other good stuff, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing that I could have done in my understanding of the limited time that we spent on this earth that could change the date that God had intended to call him home. There was nothing that I could have changed. And so the reason why I started this story by speaking about, you know, my new job um, and this new um, kind of journey in air quotes, um, because in my route taking to this new bus route that I kind of fell upon this morning, it was a very familiar path. It was something that was very normal to me. It was something that was very, again, familiar to me. It was not new, the steps that I were taking in my route to get to the transportation method that I chose this morning, right? Um, But again, as I pulled off into this new journey, Right. With my position and going into the city and kind of everything that I prayed for um, at the same moment. God was removing. um, Removing something else from my life. Um, And I just thought that 
I'm not sure exactly what that means. And I think that in my need to kind of um, rationalize everything and try to make everything make sense, I want to kind of associate some different types of, you know, messaging with that moment. Um, But for the life of me right now, I just can't. And I think it's because, you know, I'm not going to lie. I feel like there's a lot of things that I still need to work through with regards to my relationship with my grandfather. And again, I maybe this is an episode for another time um, as far as me digging into that relationship. But um, yeah, I just, I question why I didn't cry. When I found out, you know, my first thought wasn't for me or any type of emotion. It was for my mother. This is my mother doesn't have any siblings. Um, She's an only child. And, you know, back in 2008, my grandmother passed away in my mother's arms. And so now um, you know, to watch her mother leave her, the woman who had always been there for her, had protected her. My, you know, my grandmother was really like one of my mom's best friends. She admired my grandmother. She respected my grandmother. I think all of the normal characteristics of um, a mother-daughter kind of relationship or a typical mother-daughter relationship. I think that everybody has their own kind of dynamics within their own family units. But um, the admiration that my mother had for my grandmother and to see her so frail and to see her um, so sick and for my mother to be there and be holding my grandmother as my grandmother took her last breath. And now, you know, almost 11 years later, my, my mom has experienced that a second time with the only other parent that she has left. So to be holding my grandfather as he took his last breath, I was more emotional for my mom because being an only child and, you know, feeling like the only other person that she could connect to, you know, besides her children, um, the only other, you know, person that's known her her whole life is about to pass. And my grandfather in stature, you know, he was always just like a big guy. Um, and I think that he was bigger in personality than he may have been in stature. And he wasn't short by any means. My grandfather's was about six, one, six, two. Um, but he was just big and bold and vibrant. Um, just a very, very large personality. And so for my mother to watch him dwindle, you know, pretty much right in front of her eyes and to hold her strong, big, bold father um, as he took his last breath. I really, really, um, I'm aching for my mom. And so I think that in this moment, I don't ever want to kind of um, diminish or kind of subside the happiness that I feel for myself, but I also don't want to be regarded as selfish. Um, I feel like I'm fully able to separate those things. And I think that grief looks different on different people. And so now I'm pretty much struggling with navigating, you know, how do I um, show an appropriate level of grief with my mother 
dealing with what she's dealing with and then um you know still maintaining that okay I am in this new exciting time of my life when I am you know what I'm saying I'm back in a city that I've always loved, you know, a city that I'm I'm home, I'm back home, literally. Um, and I'm navigating New York City now as an adult versus as a child. Um, and this is a new and exciting time in my life. And I just, I struggle with the duality of who I'm supposed to be in this moment. Um, so I felt it was necessary to talk about. Um, and again, just kind of harping in on the fact that um, there's a couple of things I think that I learned from this experience today. Number one, um, the idea of, you know, grief really does look different on different people. Um, I'm not sure if what I can categorize my emotions in regards to my grandfather's passing. I don't know if I can categorize it as grief. Um, there needs to be some other word in the human language to kind of identify what I'm feeling right now because I'm not... I'm not grieving, but I don't want to say that either. I just, I don't know, guys. I don't know what emotion I'm feeling in regards to it. I think that there's a certain level of disbelief, but there's such a greater level of belief and the realization of this is a in, a natural, inherent part of life. It was bound to happen. Um but again, I think that the only reason why I'm so kind of consumed with this thought right now is because of, you know, my mom. And I think that now being back in New York um, and as my mom, once she does return from visiting, you know, my grandfather's home in Florida, um, just rediscovering what our relationship is supposed to look like now that I am no longer just coming up to New York for weekends to visit. Like, I'm back here. Um, and I think that this is, an, a, I don't want to say difficult because that's so subjective, but this is such a, um, a, a, a trying part in our kind of development. Um, I'm very interested to know what is going to happen. I'm very interested to see how everything is going to unfold. Um, So I will keep you all updated. But that's just some random flowing thoughts um, from me. And I wanted to kind of, again, get this out while I was still thinking of it. Because um, right now, as I'm preparing to lay down to go to slumber, um, it was just, it was just on my heart. So I just wanted to release that. Um, also I am not a grief counselor, but, um, I try to be there for people as often and as, you know, as often as, as authentically as I can. So if anyone is dealing with any particular grief or anything that they, you know, feel as though it's just, it's a little bit too heavy for them to carry. I always, again, recommend therapy, but also you're more than welcome to come to me. Um, if you guys follow me on social media, DMs is always available. Um, if you have my personal cell phone number, 
texture girl um but I think that we all need you know the appropriate levels of support and if you don't feel as though you have that support around you I am always willing and always able to you know support you guys to the best of my abilities and if I'm unable to I will let you know but that will not stop me from being there if I'm unable to fully support you and carry your burdens um I will carry whatever pieces and parts that my shoulders can hold up but I love you guys thank you so much for listening um yeah this has been episode 34 guys thank you so much for listening and I love you bye-bye